Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry G and Superface. We'll cover it all. At least we'll do what we can. And now it's time for the show. That's awesome. And it's, I mean, that's the cool part of, of work sometimes is, you know, you get those benefits, you get those fringe benefits. Mm-hmm. For example... Living out here? Yeah. Like, you and I just had the opportunity to go to <laughs> London, London for yes. work, and, you know, we got a little playtime and stuff, and somehow Matt and I have been... Well, it's been a couple weeks now, but we spent an absurd amount of time together. Yes, traveling all over. Welcome back to the show, by the way. This is... If you've forgotten, Lois and Clark to the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex. And I'm Ryan Albertson. And uh, we're doing something a little bit different. We know we've been away longer than anybody thought we would, but... Including ourselves. We, we do apologize, but life happens, and yeah, big been life changes happen. And very busy. We a have lot, been very a busy, lot, too. A lot has gone down. So since, since we last recorded, we went to Comic-Con together. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on a vacation home real quick. Mm-hmm. We went to... <laughs> We went Here's to, the weird one. Yeah, why don't we, you take this? We went to Forks, Washington for the Forever Twilight and Forks Festival. You bet your ass we did. Um, which, why were we there, Ryan? Well, we were there for work. Mm. See, I haven't done this in a oh, while. Oh, I should turn my phone oh, on man. to you. Anybody else want to go to on a hike at 4.30? Because I don't. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry about that. That's okay. Keep going. So we went to uh, the Forever Twilight and Forks Festival in Forks, Washington, mm-hmm. uh, of the Twilight Saga fame. So every year, uh, uh, you know, small 200, 200? to 500 group, 500 is Five high is estimate. generous, yeah. Um, 200 group, to 205 people yeah, show up, yeah. Ish, uh, of, of Twihards show up uh, in Forks, Washington to celebrate the franchise, and uh, our company... Is, prop store is doing a Twilight Saga auction. Um, well, it's just interesting because like we're doing this auction that obviously there's a lot of fans for, but none of us are natural right. fans. Uh, meanwhile, like if you popped up a Twilight quiz on We'd whatever probably Sporkle right now, crush it. I'd probably do pretty well. Yeah, you know? <laughs> just because we've had to do so much research for work. Um, and you know, no, uh, we have nothing bad to say about uh, Twilight fans or no, anything. But we not. are clearly not the target market. No, like we do a podcast on Lois and Clark, so we're not. <laughs> those in glass houses should not throw stones. Right? Exactly. But. Exactly. And uh, so we were up there for work to show off some of the stuff in the auction, and um, you know, we were up there for like four days, five uh-huh. days, four five. And uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I ended up like. Meeting a girl and uh, who I still talk to. Hi, Megan. Um, I wound up smoking a lot of pot and eating a lot of uh, s'mores. You did. So you did. We all had a good time. Yeah, it was. It was actually. It was actually surprisingly <laughs> cool. Um, I really connected with a lot of the fandom, not about Twilight, but just kind of having conversations of about what it means to have and participate in fandom. Yes, and so, also like if you're going. As a fan to a Twilight convention in the middle of Forks, Washington, you're probably a fan of some other shit that we might 
yeah, which have in common. Yeah, you know, did I did connect with some people on just like uh, Lost, for example. Mm-hmm. That's actually how I started talking to that girl Megan and her mom. You were good um, about um, talking people up too about our podcast, and there were a lot of people that responded like, "Oh my God, Lois and Clark, I loved that show." Yeah, what, which you know, like, I mean, if if you kind of look at the demographic of our listenership so far, which has been a lot of women, most um, of what we've heard from, yeah, yeah and that they most seem of to who we've heard from what was not right. Well, no, that's I mean, yeah, the yeah. people have reached out to us and, and whatnot, um, and it seems like those two markets kind of align. Um, so if any of, uh, you listeners out there are, are twihards from Forks, like, what's up? Thanks for coming along. Um, uh, and if you're just one of our listeners and you're into Twilight, check out twilightsagaauction.com. Yeah, For yeah. the live auction that we've been working really fucking hard on. Also, check out Forever Twilight and Forks if you want to, uh, continue to relive your fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. There's <laughs> lots of wine to drink and, yeah. Um, Besides that, after that, like a week and a half after that, uh, the Forks Festival, we went to uh, the UK. Literally 10, like we got back on a Monday, we left the next Wednesday for UK, like it was 10 days. It was nuts. Uh, But we went to the UK for 10 days, 9 days-ish, something something like that. Something like that. Uh, to do the company's big live auction there. Uh, But because of that, we got to check out the UK a bunch. Mm -hmm. And Ryan had never been, and I had only been once last year. I think we talked about it on this podcast, actually, which is weird. Probably. Um, We went to Stonehenge together, which was was amazing. That was very cool. Uh, We had a good time. Yeah, we wandered around the city a little bit. Um, I I broke my international cherry, finally. Um, Yeah, you went on afterwards. Yeah, I, I was lucky enough to have some vacation days saved up, so I uh, I stuck around out there and flew to Prague afterwards, after work, and stayed out there with my sister for a week. Awesome. Um, which was an amazing experience. That city is gorgeous. <laughs> it's, it's, like, architecture from the 1300s. Like, it's, I think, the oldest standing city that exists really? in Europe. Really? That's cool. Some, something like, I'm That's sure that cool it's more work. specific than that. But it's it's old school. It's got cobblestones. It's built onto this hill. It's insanely beautiful. That's um, nice. Actually, we haven't talked about this yet, so that sounds really Oh, cool. we really have? Yeah. <laughs> I think because when I came back, everyone was asking me about Prague, and by the time I got back to work, which was three days later, I was like, I don't want to talk about Prague. And it was also like, you'd missed a lot of shit, so it was just like, great to have you back. Here's the, you know. Yeah, like, here's the list of, sh- of things we need to oh get done. Oh my god, done. yeah. By the way, we have five new projects that yeah, have exactly. to be done before we blink. Um... <laughs> But that, but it's been fun. So that was cool. Lots of drinking. Good to see my sister. But yeah, like like we were saying, we've been very busy. So and I went to Napa the next week. You like did. When you, you went were to Napa Prague. when I was in Prague. Been, That's right. It's been a lot of, a lot of traveling, and it's been it's been a great summer for the, in that respect. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. Uh, and obviously, it kept us away from Metropolis longer than we thought it would. But we apologize, and we're coming back. Yeah. And, and uh, we're here to cover some uh, Supergirl today, because yes. we thought we'd mix it up a little bit. So, yeah, so we've got, um, we actually started recording the second season of Lois and Clark. Um, Several weeks ago. Uh, months ago. Are you serious? Dude, that was, that was, because I was going through some of my shit at the time. So oh, right, that was right. June. Oh my God. That we recorded, like, I don't even remember if we did two or three episodes. We did two episodes. We did two episodes. <laughs> we did two episodes, so those will be coming, but at this point, they're like the lost episodes, but those will be, and you'll see um, different feelings that we've had on those episodes and moving forward, but in the meantime, yeah. 
We thought I, w- I would love to. I want to listen to them and listen to my demeanor. Yes, it's going to be very and different. Then listen to my demeanor in now. this episode. Yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, so just so you know, when that happens, also we did a Superman Returns episode for reasons I will not get into. We don't have that audio file right now. Right. Um, so I was thinking maybe we'll just do that as a bonus episode at some point. Yeah. Like a lost yeah. episode. That was a really fun thing to cover, though. It I was re- fun, I did really right? enjoy it. Yeah. So look forward to that. We'll throw that in. Uh, honestly, you know, at some point during the season, we'll probably fall behind. So it'll be good to have one in our quiver that Absolutely. we can just Always throw is. out there. Um, but yeah. So for anyone not in the know of current Superman stuff... Season 2 of Supergirl premiered. Uh, it was on CBS last year. It has now moved to the CW. Uh, the show has moved production from here in Burbank up to Vancouver to be with all the other CW um, superhero stuff, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow. Um, and for their first two episodes this year, they brought on Superman. That they did. So naturally we thought it would be a kind of cool way to cover the episodes and start up the show a little bit, say hi to everybody. That's... Hasn't heard from us all summer. Yeah, and, ease into things. Uh, I mean, also what's interesting about Supergirl is there's a lot of characters that kind of cross over between both Lois and Clark and Supergirl, but the, you know, slightly different versions of them, obviously. Yes. Um, but it's kind of interesting to see, you know, 2016, 2015 era versions of these characters right. versus Cat like or Jimmy or 19, whatever. Uh, uh, mid-1990s versions of them, you know? <laughs> the 1900s versions. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so we, we we thought we'd just get into that. Um, had you seen Supergirl before? I hadn't. So okay. this was my introduction to it, starting with episode 201. I must admit, it's... Um, I watch Flash religiously. Uh-huh. I'm a recent convert to Legends of Tomorrow, which okay. is the most DC thing that's ever DC'd. Like, it's so fucking fun and it's time travel. It's basically mm. a bunch of DC characters thrown together on a time machine. What? It's, am- it's amazing. It is tight. so much fucking fun. I've, it's I've always kind of scoffed at CW stuff, but like oh, lately no. I'm like, eh, maybe it's maybe it's, maybe it's it's the era of good CW. The only CW superhero thing I don't watch is Arrow, just because okay. I'm not crazy about him. Despite having cosplayed him at Comic-Con. This well, year. I cosplayed as, as, as uh, um, Smallville. Arrow. Oh, it's a very big difference. Okay, very big difference. Um, but yeah, so I, I had seen... A handful of episodes from last year. Mm. I'm a big Martian Manhunter fan, so when when it was revealed that Hank Henshaw, who was actually that name, is another Superman character, so we all thought he was going to be that guy. Nice. And then all of a sudden, he turns green at the end of an episode, and, and we're like, "What?" Morphs into John Jones, uh. and I'm just like, <gasps> "Holy shit!" You know, like that's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. His backstory episode had Dean Kane in it. He pops up Excellent. every once in a while on the Excellent. show. So it's like, I, I checked in every once in a while, but I hadn't watched every episode yeah. of it. Speaking of the Kane Meister. The Kane Meister. That's what we call him now. Kane-O-Matic. Um, one thing that I got really excited about when you first pitched this idea to me was uh, the article you shared with me, which is basically an interview with uh, this new guy playing Superman. The what's, one what's his that name? Craig did. Uh, Tyler Hochin? Tyler Hochin. Oh, so our, our guest, uh, we had uh, last season, Craig. Yes. Um, who runs, what, what is his site called? Uh, he's got K-Site TV. K-Site. And Krypton site is his, um, that used to be the Smallville news site, and right. now he does... 
like anything he types about or writes about Supergirl or you know any of right, that right. type of thing will wind up on Krypton site. Okay, so Craig of Krypton site. Yes, I'm sure you guys <laughs> that was the quicker way to say it. Very, very familiar with. Uh, wrote this article where he interviewed. What is the actor's name? Do you know? Um, t- again, Tyler Hochin. Tyler Hochin. I just asked that twice. In a You're good. Um, but he basically says that, like, like Matt, he grew up with, uh, Dean Cain as his Superman. And I just found that really interesting and it would be like fascinating to see his take on Superman because of that. Yeah. And I, you know, I think he does a great job because despite, like, let's not bury the lead. Yeah. This is a great fucking Superman. He's a good Superman. Yeah. Like, I like him quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I might even say he's my favorite Superman I've seen ever, That's which is fair. a large that, statement. Yeah, see, it's like one of those, like, I remember coming out of Casino Royale the first time and being like, oh, I think this guy's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and then you go like, well, wait a minute. Like, right. Sean Connery was great. And, yeah. you know, you grew up with Pierce Brosnan. Don't turn your back on Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to give it time. And obviously, like, uh, Dean Cain will always be... My suit, like that. Sure. Even just the visual of him, when I think of Superman, it's it's him. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's that that look. But this guy is the best Superman that's happened at least for me since him. Sure. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he's he's on par with him, and it's it's also should be remembered. Dean had to do it for four years. Yeah. This guy came in and knocked it out of the park for two episodes, and now he's gonna fuck off for a bit. Yeah. And he'll, and he'll come back at back. one point. I wonder if they'd ever do like a spinoff with his version of Superman. So that's that's or my Lois hope. and Clark too. That's my hope. Because all he he talked about Lois quite a bit. He talked about Lois quite a bit. Um, this is also for Supergirl, I believe, the first confirmation that Lex Luthor is. A character like in not, the universe, not that it wouldn't have been, yeah, but he hadn't been mentioned before that, right? Right, we got his sister, uh, Lena Luther in this. Oh, yeah, let's let's break down let's, what went yeah. down in these episodes, okay? Really yeah, quick. real quick, so, we won't do the beat by beat thing, no, but, but basically, episode 201. Uh, do you remember the title? Uh, I th- it, it's we're all, really getting back into the group here, yeah, it's all based on like so. The second episode was like the last children of Krypton, yeah, and yeah. I, I don't know. Whatever. So the first episode of season two basically uh, follows Supergirl mm-hmm. as she uh, teams up with her cousin, Superman, Kal-El, Clark Kent. Um, How did they team up, though? That was awesome. Why did they team up? Because they that, rest, They stopped that uh, that uh, space shuttle that was exactly. crashing. Which is so classic. You know, like we saw that in... It's very Superman Returns, Superman Returns with the airplane scene, right? It's from the original Superman, you know, like, yeah, yeah. it's one of those, like, if you need to introduce him, make a plane fall out of the sky. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. So they, they team up. There's been, like, a mysterious new Kryptonian that's crashed there. They're, they're, that's right? kind of yeah. in the background happening. But the main plot is that uh, Lex Luthor's sister, Lena, Lena is, uh, has her company has manufactured one of the parts in that ship that crashed. They're suspicious that she was behind it, but it turns out that there was a plot to kill her. Right. And so they basically save her from getting killed, which introduces the villain who comes back in the second episode. John Corbin slash Metallo, who we will meet this season in Lois and Clark. Oh, interesting. Yes. So he uh, got captured by this company for, and this is the second episode now, uh, The Last Children mm-hmm. of Krypton. This is uh, Cadmus Labs. Yeah, Cadmus uh, has captured him and turned him into this thing called Metallo, mm-hmm. who is basically a cyborg with like a Tony Stark-esque like uh, heart made out of uh, kryptonite, yeah, essentially. Powered by kryptonite and can... 
can blast it can do like, out of his chest. Which, basically. by the way, like that's pretty intense. I'm surprised they he's here so early, right? Um, <laughs> and also like. Well, like that guy didn't do well, but like let's make ten more and see what happens because it seems very it seems effective. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, not a bad plan. <laughs> um, so then, in the second episode, Superman and um, Supergirl are dealing with that. There's also this running theme of uh, Supergirl kind of having established who she is as Supergirl, but needs to kind of figure out who she is as Kara Danvers. Kara. Yes. And um, that's kind of the theme running throughout. And I think the the kryptonite kind of plays into that thematically with Superman and and how that's kind of... There's this uh, backstory between him and Martian Manhunter about Mm -hmm. how... Martian Manhunter like <laughs> held on to some kryptonite despite him not really wanting to. Right. So and now Superman's also really pissed that, you know, he, he's happy that his cousin is doing what she's doing and yeah. found that pur- purpose. He hates the idea that she's working in a place that basically keeps a silver bullet around yeah. to kill her in case something happens. Right, because he feels like they don't trust him or her. Or her. Yeah, and so that's a big part of it. Eventually, they kind of work that out by the end of the episode. Right. They stop uh, the cyborg. I think there ends up being two cyborgs by the end of it. They two yeah. Um, but, you know, using that theme of, like, who am I and my sister, yada, yada, they kind of overcome the whole thing. Uh, but we don't need to get on, in, on, into all that. You guys should really watch the episodes. Totally watch the episodes. Um, Calista Flockhart, it's also her last episodes oh, for a right. while. Um, since the show moved to Vancouver... She um, bowed out as a regular because, I mean, fair enough. She's. I'm assuming she'd signed up. Yeah, and she's a. Assuming she'd be in LA. She's a seasoned older actress who probably just, you know, she took the job last year because she got to live at home and be with her her super famous, awesome husband. Who's she married to? Really? Yeah. Harrison Ford. I love, her, I love her 20 times as much. Harrison I don't know Ford, about that stuff. I there, never follow that. There was a great interview last year where she's just like, I don't know what a Millennium Falcon is. I don't know what a Chewbacca Like, she does not care. I don't think he does either. No, well, good point. But, like, then it was like, oh, that's why he loves this woman. Yeah. She doesn't give a shit what Han Solo... She, yeah. Han Solo could be a scrubbing brush for her. Like, yeah, she doesn't she know. She doesn't give a shit. You know? That, oh... That moment of silence, that beat of oh, silence your face was, was perfect. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So, naturally, you'd want to go home and live with uh, Harrison Ford as much as you can. I know I would. Um, <laughs> that being said, her, her little farewell stuff is also really, really sweet. The show's very well written. It's very heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that about it, for and, sure. And what I saw of her last season was very um, stereotypical, or like... Hard-ass businesswoman who talks really fast and, yeah, and very yeah, yeah. Um, Meryl in um, uh, Devil Wears Prada. Like, that type of thing. Absolutely. Um, I hadn't seen the episodes where apparently she got really close with Supergirl and, and Kara, so it was cool to see these episodes. Where they're closer. and Exactly. Yeah, she's looking out for her. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's really nice to see. Uh, so let's... Let, we're let's, covering these episodes because of Superman. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get into Superman. Let's talk about Superman. I'm in. Um... This actor I hadn't seen in anything else before. Uh, apparently, he was on that show, uh, the Teen Wolf show, for a while. Oh, okay. Um, as like kind of the alpha wolf guy. So kind of as like a Jacob Black esque <laughs> character, maybe a Sam Yuli. A Sam Yuli, you know. uh, uh, Leah Clearwater, that type of that type of thing. yeah, definitely. Ephraim Black, yeah, totally. Yeah, one of the one of those. I'm actually wolves. looking him up right now. Uh, yeah, not he's got a lot of small credits, but nothing 
crazy. He's going to be in Fifty Shades Darker coming oh, up. Oh, boy. So get we ready, just, kids. We just can't get away from that. I know, right? <laughs> oh, he was on Seventh Heaven for 62 episodes. Really? Who did he play? I Martin, watched Martin Brewer? God, I don't remember. No idea. Hmm. Anyway, um, but he's our Superman. Uh, let's just start, let's break down Superman, uh, the suit. The suit is killer. The suit's pretty good. I I didn't like it when I first saw the the, the photo. Images. Well, because it has that weird forward um, uh, clippy looking cape attachment yeah, like on the, the front Thor thing. But yeah, it doesn't look great in photos, but it seems very functional. It seems to really work with his body type. I agree. And the suit overall. Also, the cape is leather, which is it's fucking tight. badass. Yeah, it's well, really at least cool. it looks it looks leather. It's Maybe something a little more. It might dramatic. Even just be treated on top and be fabric underneath. Yeah, whatever. It looks. It, it looks really cool. They have this like, uh, and both. This is both of the suits have this almost wet, dark kind of quality to them. That but not, not cavil dark. Not you know, cavil like, not dark. That yeah, type. Like yeah. it's still, it's still primary colors. It's yeah, just a little yeah. muted to not be quite. Right. Well, we're not talking about a movie in which uh, Zack Snyder has uh, color corrected all right. over it. Yeah. Um, and um, by color corrected, I mean like undersaturated most of it, except for like some random colors. He no chooses. time. Like we're here, back. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, we missed Suicide Squad too, by the way. I haven't even watched. Oh, it. that's right. All right, we won't do that. We should really. We do won't do that. that. We should really do an episode on it. Maybe when, when the Joker it. cut comes out, you can watch oh, it. Fuck you. Anyway, um, the belt's a little weird for me. Like it's just. It's I didn't not, really notice the belt personally. It's but just okay. kind of. A band, like okay. it, like this. It's is there chunky. Clip, is there a clip or anything? Not no. really. Okay. No, it's it's kind of weird. Um, that being said, this this guy's fucking performance just made me look right past that costume. Like yeah. I didn't give a shit after no. two seconds. No. Um, yeah, he's 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 phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So like, let's let's look at what are some good things we should look at. We should look at Superman personality. Personality. Okay. Clark Kent personality. Okay. Look overall vibe. All right, so um, let's do Superman personality. Okay. Um, the first thing I saw of him, they released like a teaser um, footage, okay. and it's just when the the Challenger. That's probably not called the Challenger. Whatever, whatever is the spaceship that's crashing. Is called. <laughs> the spaceship yeah. is crashing, and uh, Supergirl gets there first, and then uh-huh. he rocks up and yeah. he's just like, "Hey, Cuz, you need some help?" Yeah. He goes to the back of the plane. He fire breaths or. Um, Ice Cold breath. breaths, yeah, the engine out, and then he's he's pulling while she's yeah. pushing it up to stop it. Yeah. And he's got this great moment as he's pulling. Like, he's doing his Superman thing, he's doing effort, but he's also kind of, like, looking around and just, like, almost, like, noticing, like, <laughs> look at those geese. You know? Like, it's just it's, such a... It's a nice evening tonight. It's such a great moment of, like, I'm working, but this doesn't actually take all my effort, so, like... Oh, this is nice up here. You know, like, <laughs> it was just this great little moment. That. Oh, I fucking loved it. <laughs> that was in the preview where I went, oh, this guy's oh, going to great. This. Very cool. Yeah. How about um, you? What was what was a, a takeaway moment for, for Superman? I think knowing that he was into Dean Cain's Superman, mm-hmm. I was kind of watching out for that. Okay. Just the way he interacts with uh, Supergirl and the way he's very uh, almost uh, fraternal with her a little bit. They're cousins, but, you know, that's not too far off from being a sibling. Right. He's uh, in this world. She's technically older than him, but he's, quote unquote, 12 years older than yeah. her. But he has like. Sort of. Sure, sure. Um, how old? They're like 300 years old or something, right? No, they're not that old. Okay. They just. 
Oh, she it, went to that weird time zone. She or got caught in the Phantom Zone. Phantom Zone. Blah, 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 blah. I know. I know about Superman. Yeah, that's why. I do, that's why I do this podcast. Um, but he has this like lighthearted, uh, very kind and warm nature that like I have missed in the modern Supermans. Yes. And so to see that he's really about like just being charming and sweet and helpful and badass, but not in a like heavy lines the crown. I'm right. I'm Atlas holding the whole world on my shoulders. Totally. This is a Superman um, who's figured out his place in the world. He's totally comfortable with both aspects of his life. Right. There's a nonchalance cool. to yes. him that is perfect. It, it also, like, when he first shows up at the DEO, mm-hmm. their little base, you know, and everyone is just, like, you know, naturally, the C parts. You know, like, everybody right. stops because Superman's here. Exciting. And right. he treats it almost like, like, I've seen some really cool celebrities treat it. of just, yeah. like... Hey, I'm a normal guy. I get that this is a big deal for you. So I'm going to be cool. treat you just I'm totally you fine. Handshakes. Right, totally. Yeah. It was a cool little... But I'm like, not going to be a dick. Right. And yeah. even like when yeah. they stopped saving the, the spaceship that was falling, it, like a little crowd of kids is there. And he's like, I like to talk to them. Yeah. So, she's so, like, so, oh, do so do I. So the two of them roll up, you know, like it's <laughs> yeah, a cool little... Which was cute. Loved that. And I loved, loved the Martian Manhunter stuff. Me too, because because you see you get to see a, a full spectrum of him. You mm-hmm. see him being connected with someone uh, in kind of an emotional level with uh, Supergirl, but with, then you the, see Puppy Dog Clark, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, but then you get to see kind of hard ass, like no, like I I am Superman mm-hmm. and I am a badass, right. and like you have to reconcile with me. And I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. I'm not going to make you do something. But specific. I'm going to very. I'm going to make it known how I feel about exactly it. without being an asshole about it yeah so that was really cool to see and we see that again later when he uh, talks to Lena Luther oh I love that moment when oh it's one of my favorite lines in the so episode. um for context Clark and Kara as reporters glasses on and the whole bit well, go to, go as, to, as maybe a reporter right go to um <laughs> go to Luther Corp which is called Luther Corp in here which made me very happy Still that's is. a Smallville thing uh-huh um although well, now it's going to be L Corp. Yeah, I guess whatever. Part of the plot is uh, she's trying to rebrand the company because her brother is in jail. By the way, this is the introduction of Luther family in the show, right? Uh, Luther family, and I think it's the first reference of Gotham. Too, oh wow! Yes, yeah, I got that. That was funny. So my my dream now is, of course, they do a Superman spinoff. They have Batman in for two episodes in oh. season two, and then we get a Batman. Show. That would be awesome. <laughs> but, but anyway, regardless. so she's rebranding the company to L Corp to kind of take it back from. Her brother yes. is crazy. And I got the feeling Clark never really dealt with Lena before. No, it didn't, didn't seem like it. Right. But his whole thing was they went straight to her place after this crash because Luther Corp manufactured this part that malfunctioned. And the minute that name pops up, Superman's going to go yeah. to that. Yeah. And so she says something along the lines of like, well, I know why you're here because I'm a Luther, you know, and but just because yada, yada, yada. Would you, would you come interview me if my name was Smith? And he, I think his line is just like, no, but your name's not Smith. Your name's you know, it's just yeah. like a nice yeah. little, and he wasn't a dick about it, but yeah. it's just like, I've dealt with too much from yeah. your fucking brother. He's basically saying, the yes, the I am absolutely here because your last name is Luther, yep. and, and I have no problems admitting no, that. No, exactly. And he was just very cold and very straightforward with mm-hmm. it. Not not an asshole about it, but no, just like, just this, yeah, this is, honest. yeah, this is. Dems to breaks. Yep. <laughs> Dems to breaks, sister. <laughs> when something goes down and the word Luther is anywhere near it, yeah. I'm going to have words with somebody. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to look into it. Uh, no, I loved that moment. And I loved, there's the moment that uh, when he finds out, when Superman finds out that Metallo is powered by kryptonite. 
Oh, yeah. And he turns, they're in the DEO there, and he turns to Jean, to Martian Manhunter. Like, what happened, bro? And just, I thought you said that was it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, he brought a little heat, and John brought a lot of heat, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. And then Jean's explanation as to why, you know, anybody who doesn't know Martian Manhunter very briefly, he's the last of the Martians. They were wiped out by another race of Martians, the White Martians. Mm-hmm. Didn't stand a chance. They were not prepared. Sounds mysteriously a lot like the Greys and the Tall Whites. If anyone follows alien conspiracies. Oh really? Is that what's a thing? up, Bryce Zabel? <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that people people think that gray aliens are uh, like little minions of the quote unquote Tall White aliens. Really. And the Tall Whites kind of control these gray aliens, and the gray aliens are basically just like drones. Okay. But the Tall Whites are like taking over our oh, military so there's industrial com- there. Totally. It's crazy. Anyway, so that's interesting that that's in the Martian Manhunter lore. Yes. Uh, so his whole thing was, you know, he's lost not just his family, but his entire world. Yeah. And not and not a Krypton thing where it explodes, but because of lack of preparedness, because they were taken advantage of, basically. Right. So his whole thing is just like, look, I'm not... If an angry god shows up and I can stop it with kryptonite, you bet your ass I'm going to keep kryptonite right. around. Right. Which is a completely legitimate argument mm-hmm. for it. And, and Clark even said, like, I, I think... John Jones is like, look, I'm never going to use this on you. I hope you believe that. Yeah. He said, no, I believe you. What happens when you're not in power and that kryptonite falls into somebody else's yeah. hands? And that's the real problem. And yes. we see that problem happen in the With episode Mattel. because yeah. some of it's been stolen and they've hidden it from him. So it's like, what's up? What's up, guys? Like, yeah. That's a big problem. Why didn't you do anything about the ones you hit me up? Very cool. And you then we, we just watched the last little bit of it. But at the end, um, Jean gives... Superman supposedly all the kryptonite on Earth, or at least all the kryptonite that the DEO had, yeah. to throw into the sun. Yeah. We don't we see don't. that happen. Yeah, so I'm sure it'll come into play at one point. In, in the comics, uh, famously, the only piece of kryptonite Superman ever had was given to Bruce Wayne. Ooh. And it's a great thing, but it's just like, look, if I should ever go, you're the only one I trust with this. Wow. So it gives, gives it to Batman as like... If something happens, if I get turned, whatever, you should have the bullet. God, there's so much. Oh, Which is amazing. So cool. You know, so, so cool. like, and, and I'm sure they do not have the rights to Batman. Yeah. I'm sure these guys don't do anything without. A, a plan, which I've yeah. learned yeah. from watching Flash all these years. Sure. And, and the Arrow stuff. Uh, so I, I wouldn't put it past them to be thinking, well, if we ever get Bruce Wayne, he's going to have some of this kryptonite. I'm sure. I have a suspicion. Superman took it up to the fortress and is holding it. That makes some of sense, I yeah. think, to protect it. Um, or at least some of it. Because I'm sure he agrees with Martian Manhunter's perspective on it yeah. somehow. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's probably why he didn't like come and just steal it from him in the first place. Right, which he <laughs> certainly could have done. Could, yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so that's super... Uh, I mean, like, we can touch on it really briefly. The show has really great visual effects. Every All the superpowers look great. They do. They really do, I, and it's it's the the same stuff: flying, ice breath, heat vision, heat vision standard X-ray vision, strength. We don't. I don't whatever. think we see him use it, but I assume he has it. Uh, we see. We see her, her use it. it. Yeah, we've seen all these powers yeah. too through her. So, so yeah, on on par with what you'd want from Superman. What about his Clark? His Clark, which I, I guess I kind of cheated and pulled some Clark stuff out. No, you're fine though. Um, um, oh, what did you think of this? Uh, same thing. <laughs> exactly the same statement. Yeah. Lighthearted. He's super kind to Kara. Um, and just kind of fun to be around. 
generally. Yeah. But then also, like, when he goes to see Lena, he, like, can get down to Brat's tax mm-hmm. and be a, be a badass reporter. And, and yeah, exactly. And be that's, the... you know, that's what you want from a Clark Kent. You know, that's who he is. That's who the character is. Mm-hmm. Like, don't reinvent the fucking wheel, guys. <laughs> um, um, this is also a Clark that, like, like we said, he's established. He's in a relationship with Lois. We don't know how how long. We don't, that's gone I don't think or, they're yeah. engaged or anything, but he's in a pretty to the point where Kara knows who, who Lois is, is and yeah. Yeah. thinks it's cute that she'll call and like yeah. check up on him or whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and, we also and get, as will Perry White. <laughs> yes, we get a bit of the bumbling idiot Clark yeah. when he's talking to Perry and says yeah. stuff like. I forget what he said, but like, oh, I think it's like, I'll have it to you in a jiffy. Yeah. A jiffy is, uh, it's a, it's a I, unit of measurement. Well, it's I still, a, well, I still say it. Right. Yeah. Well, you to be say fair, great Caesar's ghost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we don't get their, we don't see their Perry or their Lois, but. We by, hear about them. Yeah. By all accounts, they seem to be on par with. Yeah. What, what you'd imagine. Right. You right. His look is good. He looks. He just looks right. Man. Yeah, he yeah. looks right. And he's obviously very young looking. Mm-hmm. Like he looks younger than Tom Welling did when Tom Welling was playing a pre-Superman Clark yeah. Kent. You know. Yeah. Well, but they do a little bit. Just all the lip service they need in one line of just like, I age a little slower. So yeah, I'm 12 yeah. years older than her, but eh, who cares? Mm, yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna have this hairline for the rest of my life. So yeah, don't even worry about it. Also, I can eat donuts all day and look. And look this good, so vacuum up candy if I want to, and it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, where was the candy vacuuming in, in Supergirl, dude? Where was the note hovering? Where was the oh, just missed all of it. Where was the coffee saving really quick? Why didn't we see him make breakfast? <laughs> That's true. We don't really know the Superman until we've seen him wake up. We need to see his morning routine. Yeah, yeah. I need, I need to see how fast he can brush his teeth. I don't think anybody brushed their teeth in these two episodes, and that's that's honestly a note I have against it. But you know, it's... <laughs> I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt for now. Oh, it'll be good to get back to season two. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> we really need to. We need like counters where it's like, uh, see, ding, how many episodes do they brush their teeth in? Here's another thing I should plug. Over the summer, I just did the second episode. I did two guest spots on Always Hold On to Smallville. Okay, which is. Yeah, done by a guy named Zach Moore, who is doing every episode of Smallville. Awesome. The, the same way we do Lois and Clark. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a Smallville fan, by all means, check him out. Um, there will be familiar voices. I'm the end of season one. Uh, Craig Byrne is the start of season two. And Craig and I just guested together on an episode called Lineage in season two. Nice. But um, in that, he's got a tally board of like, for, so for Smallville, anytime a car explodes, which was a big thing. <laughs> Anytime they go to the hospital, which, like, they had a standing hospital set because every fucking episode, somebody wound up in the hospital. Um, what's the other ones? He's got some great ones. Oh, um, KOs to hide Clark's secret. So, like, there's a lot of times where, like, Lex will be in the room, but he gets knocked out by the bad guy just in time for Clark to zoom in. Yeah, and Superman it up. Exactly. Nice. So, yeah, he's he does that very well. Yeah, we should we should get some counters going. Okay. I think that show deserves them. Yeah. Because we're going to get some really fun categories. <laughs> how many, how uh, many times lane. does uh, Superman eat something to save somebody? Oh, that's interesting. That's happened twice, I think. Has it happened twice? I know it happened once, obviously. Oh, no. He sat on a bomb. He sat on a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but 
maybe just bomb diffusing in general. Yeah, any bombs in which he uses his body. In which he doesn't just throw it up high. Yeah, you know? right, like, that does not count. Yeah. Um, anytime, <laughs> anytime anyone brushes their teeth. Yeah. Just oh. like any show should not have people brushing their teeth that much. No. You know? I mean, should absolutely have them brushing their teeth that much. But what's the screenwriting thing of just like, start the scene... At the latest point you possibly can. Yeah. Not when they're brushing their teeth. No. You know? Like, Come in late and leave early. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so we'll do that for season cool. two. We'll figure that out. Um, so what else should we, can we talk about? Uh, with, well, with how about we talk about um, if more Superman stuff comes up, that's that's totally cool. cool. We can go back to that. What about that's, our characters? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So um, he doesn't have too much to do here, but... Supergirl, as of all last year, was in love with, and now kind of starting a relationship, maybe, with Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen. Olsen. <laughs> Wait, but doesn't, isn't it clear by the end that they're just going to be friends? Is it, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But. He nah, got friend-zoned. Nah, it's going to happen. Uh, he was dating Lucy Lane for most of last year. Yeah. Who is exactly who you think she is. Yeah. Oh, you've met. A Lucy Lane, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she won't be coming back ever into this show, probably, because that's how that works, right? You have a sister of Elaine, <laughs> oh, and, she and then she just disappears. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, it's true in Smallville, so uh, <laughs> it's true in Lois and Clark. And uh, actually, the L- Lucy Lane in Supergirl was the same girl that played her in Smallville, which was kind of weird. <laughs> Interesting. They've already had some Smallville people show up, but yeah. in different roles, but nice. she's the only one that's just like... I've got this Lucy thing down. Let's I'm do pretty this. good at it. Yeah, let's do this. It's <laughs> fine. Um, so that that's James Olsen, who now that Cat Grant is gone, has taken over as the yeah. editor of Catco Publishing. He seems like he'd be into... What is that magazine about? Uh, Lena Luther says something about, like, short shorts, yes or no. So fashion? So it's like a Cosmo? I guess. Cosmopolitan? But they keep Snapper Carr around for... <laughs> Who knows? Snapper um, Carr, by the way, a character from the comics. He was the liaison reporter slash kind of mascot of the Justice League in the old in the old comics. Okay. Silver okay. Age, and 60s stuff. this, he's kind of the grumpy head reporter of Catco, who yes. uh, Kara gets put under... After she finally decides she wants to be a reporter, even though Cat Grant totally knew it, <laughs> she totally pulled a David Blaine and was like, "What's your, <laughs> yeah, you're right. what's, your what's your career gonna be?" And she says, "Reporter," eventually. It's a whole thing. But then she pulls out. She's like, "Take out, take out that uh, deck of gum in your pocket. <laughs> Pull out one of the gums that's still in a package, and on it it says reporter." It's a lot of showmanship. Yeah, for it's a Cat pretty Grant tight. Show. What she really does is she wrote it down when she first came in. She knew it, which was a cute. It was a cute moment bit. too, uh, um, but he hates he hates Kara. Yeah, he's very much clearly going to be her Perry. Yeah, her. yeah, a little more intense, but like it seems like he's already coming around. He'll so I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be cool. Exactly. A cool relationship to see. Um, so that's that's that, and then Cat Grant. Obviously, we're big fans of Cat Grant Love here on this Cat show. Grant. Um, Callista does a really nice. She's she's really, really nice great. Job. She's really great. She's got a really good husband in real life, <laughs> and that's what I like about her. Um, I, I thought her moments saying goodbye to Kara and to Supergirl were both lovely scenes. Yeah, she she knocks it out of the park, and I like that it's not just like I gotta go. It's like literally like you know what that lesson you learned like taught me something, mm-hmm. and it's motivating my character to do something naturally. And clearly. Which, whether there's a, a deal involved or not, she's open to coming back. You know, like, we'll yeah. see Kat 
Yeah. Again, maybe not as a regular, but No, we'll but see she'll be can. around. It's just nice to see someone written off of a show elegantly yes. rather than shittily, which mm-hmm. you get so often because a lot of times these things are so last minute um, and you don't know how the fuck to do it. But right. it, was, like, it was well done. Like our cat crap. <laughs> yeah, which, you know. <laughs> which isn't so much writing off, it's just completely forgetting that she exists. She's gone! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not even a word to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I liked. I liked how they handled her here, too. And they still let her be that Cat Grant. Like, she's still... I love that she's in love with Clark Kent. Me, too. It's hilarious. But she sent him a drunk text once that was... Yeah. That was probably lurid and offensive. Yeah. And it was... That's she, great. She's definitely different than our Cat Grant. Our, our yes. Cat Grant is uh, a, a, a sexualized version of a, of, a, of a woman in the 90s, whereas this is, like, an empowered woman of, yes. of the 2016 post-feminism... Uh, that's I wish it was post feminism, but you know what I'm but saying. But it's al- it's almost a mixture of Terry and um, and Tracy. Yeah, actually, that's that's you a know because she's got yeah. that that Lois Lane drive to do this, and mm-hmm. well, I left the Daily Planet, but I'm gonna start my own thing, and it's gonna be to huge. To be fair, blah, she's blah, blah. got like an intelligence that neither of them has. That's true. <laughs> no offense to that's, either of our characters. True. Um, but Lois Lane does not. Our Lois Lane does not always display the most intelligent thinking does she oh, you know it's a different time it, well, yeah it's a I guess so. era. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah but it's also does she does she have a baby voice Callista <laughs> we'll have to see if there was a, a mind spell episode in season one we can watch that um, <laughs> it's, all, the, it's all coming back to me Matthew yeah right <laughs> but yeah I liked it very much I'm gonna be sad to see her go. Yeah. Even though it, I wasn't even watching it that much last year. Yeah. I'm, I'm suspicious I might watch the show, so I'll, I'll, I'll let you know if she comes back. It's and, on Netflix. And she does. We, we um, both should catch up, I think, really, I think I will. it's totally enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, also, the first season has Laura Benanti. Do you know that name? No. Well, she's a big Broadway uh, star. Okay. Um, she's done a bunch of TV. Like, if you looked at her IMDb, you'd probably be like, oh, I saw that episode of yeah. Lost or whatever it was that gotcha. she was on. Gotcha. She was... Kara, um, and Clark, for that matter, uh, her aunt, mm-hmm. who's crazy, and, like, she was the big bad last year and was Kryptonian. Oh, interesting. And they had a lot of cool shit with that her. That sounds very cool. Um, they redid an episode, or a version, a Superman story from the comics called, um, For the Man Who Has Everything. Oh, okay. It's a story in the comics on his birthday. He sent this evil flower, basically, that attaches <laughs> to him. And gives it's called the Black Mercy. It gives him, in his mind, like the perfect world. He's on Krypton. He's got a wife who looks a lot like Lois, but yeah. is a Kryptonian version of it. Okay. His parents are alive. He's doing well. He's got his kid. Yeah. You know all this stuff. Um, so they do that with her too, with Supergirl. Yeah. And you see, like, you know, she's still on Krypton, and little baby Cal is hanging out, nice. or you know, ten-year-old Cal is there, and <laughs> it's really cool. And then the whole thing, and it's heartbreaking in the comic and it's heartbreaking in this episode yeah. it's just like no this isn't this isn't right like I have to choose to wake up from this I have to yeah, choose to yeah. kill this life yeah basically. I gotta I gotta take the red pill yeah exactly get out of the matrix um, um, and it's awesome yeah really good episode there's like a um, lot of that stuff sure in season one they do Bizarro they do okay okay Red Tornado shows up like a lot of fun I'm definitely definitely looking forward to yeah. it yeah they do a flash crossover I'm aware which yeah they're all, um, Supergirl is in a different universe than Flash, Arrow, and Legends. Okay. 
but she's going to come over to their world for a big crossover event this year, nice. which will be That's really cool. fun. Uh, sounds tight. Yeah, all four shows, which is going to be a very busy crossover. We'll, we'll see how they do. I, yeah. I have confidence in seeing this that they at least have a good team behind it. Um, oh, yeah, and their crossovers with Arrow and Flash the last two years have been spot fucking on. Nice. So good. Nice. The only reason I'll watch Arrow is because it's the second part or third part of a Flash crossover. Got it. um, (laughs) Very nice. Are there any other characters that cross over between the two that we haven't covered? Um, Not that I can think of. Uh, Well, uh, her her friend Wynn is the son of Winslow Schott, who is the toy man. Oh, the so the kid who is kind of the techie guy. Yeah, making too many Star Wars references. Makes tons of Star Wars references. Yeah. My least favorite character on the show. I don't hate him, but I don't love him. There's a version of that character that is on um, The Flash called Cisco, uh-huh. who is so the better version of that character. It's not yeah. even funny. So, like, whenever I'm watching him win like, on yeah, Supergirl, you wish it's just like, Cisco. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cisco should be so, you know, you yeah. should be so lucky as to be a second-rate Cisco, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, um... Uh, so his so his dad is Toymaker. He references toy man. his dad. Yes. Toy man. He references his dad a few times in the episode mm-hmm. as being in jail. Was he in the show last he was, year? Yeah, I didn't see the episode, okay. in fairness, but I know he showed up. Got it. Um... This is the same character played by Mr. Jefferson yeah. in the, the Christmas, Christmas episode. episode. That well, we should just cover again. I guess we I should don't cover know. it every Christmas. Well, there's a, there's a th- season three Christmas episode. Oh, but perfect. We're not gonna. Well, I guess we could just jump ahead again. I mean, why? I don't care. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out if we have time at Christmas. Let's. T- um, I think we should just do a Dean Cain Christmas movie. Oh, that'd be fun because I'm sure there's several. That'd be fun as hell. <laughs> the dog that saved we, Christmas. If we do, <laughs> if we do, we gotta get Dan Hill on because he. <laughs> Done deal. Yeah, we, that's that's what we should do for Christmas. That would be that really would be fun. fun. Um, anyway, so that's that's that. Um, um, <laughs> okay, so what else can we talk about in kind of comparing the two different shows? I, like, I mean, just in general, even after the pilot last year, uh-huh. I, I might have even said it on the podcast. Like, it feels like a sister show to Lois and Clark. It, they they feel similar. Mm-hmm. And wh- why do you think? Like, what what do you see as the the comparable elements? A it, and a big thing for me because obviously I watched Smallville for ten years. Yeah. Ten years. Let's say it again. Ten. Years I watched like that's a long that's almost, time. That's I almost watched Lost for that long. Right, that's a long time with a version of a Superman character, like the longest. Sure, Tom Welling has played Clark Kent more than anybody else ever in, in your life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, in general, literally actually. ever. Yeah. yeah. Um, the big thing that I see is the the connection between Lois and Clark and Supergirl that Smallville doesn't have is this is an established universe. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's not all these heroes are starting up and we're going to see Clark Kent grow. It is Clark Kent is Superman. Yeah. Lois Lane is a reporter and now his cousin is, is. in National City, which seemingly close yeah. enough to Metropolis but far away. So it's the it's the established thing of it, which yeah. like we don't, you know, now we get that with Arrow and Flash. But, but we haven't really had that in a TV show since Lois and Clark, exactly, essentially. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, what we have is the structure's very the same. We have a character who uh, is balancing their daily life with their hero life. That's a good point. Um, working at a, at a publication at, of some kind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, working in media, um, dealing with... Uh, 
bad guys in some mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's it is a very similar show. Yeah, and I think it's a good uh, it's a good structure. It's a good way to do it because you have almost two worlds that you're playing in, which gives you a lot of meat to chew on. Yep, you almost have three worlds because you have like the um, the Catco Catco stuff. You okay. have uh, her as Supergirl, but then you have that de what are they called deo the deo, which almost feels like. Its own thing, like its own secret agent show, in the, or like its own Men in Black series. Yeah, in the well, middle it, of it, this. exactly. It feels a lot like what I imagined Agents of Shield to be, but better than I imagined Agents of yeah. Shield to be because I've heard bad things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love every show ever. <laughs> I want to work with everyone. Um, but yeah, because because we're getting. It seems like we're getting more lore from the DC universe in general through the DEO itself, because yes. like that's that's where Martian Manhunter comes through, which seems interesting. That's I mean that's a, a, a the only difference I really see in the structure of it. Yeah, because th- that's that acts as um, it's almost the Buffy thing of you never watched Buffy, right? So the town no. that she lives in is on a Hellmouth, which is basically a magnet for. All sorts of demons okay. and vampires. Like that, that's why she always has something to fight every week. That's cool. So the DEO is kind of that thing of just like, we're going to find, we're always going to be, we're Dealing never going to have a shortage stuff. of alien messes for you yeah. to clean up. So come so, on by, so you're we'll find something for you to come do. On, come on by to Supergirl and exactly. we'll, we'll have an alien for you to, for her to fight for you to watch this totally. week. Yeah, that's totally. good. That's good though because it gives the show an engine so exactly. there's always material to work with. Um, but it seems like they do a good job of balancing that, just like bad guy of the week, and having consistent lore. Because mm-hmm. even in this first, these first two episodes that I've seen, like those two episodes are very closely interwoven and yes. connected, and um, almost necessary. Which to they be did together. a lot last year, where like the end tag, like in this last episode, all of a sudden she's being choked out by yeah. that guy, that Kryptonian. Right, right. The end tag is usually like I remember at the end of one episode, probably that. Uh, for the girl who has everything episode. Yeah. At the end, she's just watching TV with her sister, and all of a sudden, Supergirl is on TV saving somebody live, and it's just like, oh no, Uh-oh. what's that? And yeah. then the next episode is the Bizarro the bizarre episode. episode. You know, yeah. so like, yeah. that's that cool. That's good. That's yeah. fun. Keeps it keeps it engaging. Yeah. I, I will say those tags at the end makes are, are, are a nice touch because it makes me want to come back. Yeah. Like, I love that they set up that sleeping Kryptonian in the first episode mm-hmm. and he's kind of just lingering in the background but now it's like well now he's going to be in the next episode clearly so that's like, our next thing there's this mystery they've set up that they've given us nothing on <laughs> and now they're like alright well keep watching and we'll give you that it's really well done because I'm like yeah god damn it I'm, I'll be back they really have given us <laughs> not like Superman season but he's just like oh that's weird anyway uh, you know. anyway you want to go you want to go fly around should we, should we go bother a Luther for a little bit <laughs> I guess we'll go do that oh. um, I, I want that to be Somebody from her past that she doesn't remember. Yeah. Although I guess yeah. she was too young. I was gonna say like a boyfriend, but she, when she gets, when she lands on Earth, she's like twelve. So. Oh, okay. And okay. when she left Krypton, she's like that. Got old. it. So maybe it. maybe not a boyfriend. But. Sure. A friend, uh, a cousin. It could be cousin. cool. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Um, uh, General Zod. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, they have. I don't think they've done. They could Zod. Do they they could had Nan last year. Yeah. Who was one of Zod's like generals? Okay. But. Um, I don't think they did Zod. Fascinating. But who knows? Yeah, it's I mean they got a lot to play with here and it's yeah. it's cool that DC's opening up their universe in their shows in a way in the way in which you they've kind of talked about doing in the film universe but have not really succeeded in doing. No. And um, and a big part of that too is the guys behind this show. Yeah. So this is it's all Greg Berlanti is the main 
I know that name. What do I know that name from um, besides this? From all these shows, honestly, He's probably. He's doing all of them? Okay. Um, he, was, he was the Dawson Creek producer okay. for forever. Nice. I think he also did Everwood, that Treat Williams show. Yeah, that yeah, I, yeah. I, used I watched that briefly, yeah. With uh, em- Emily Van Dickamp? Yeah, and that's the name? one with her dad is like a, a doctor who yes. set up a private practice. It's a great there. episode where he has to do an abortion, then he goes to a church afterwards. It was a good show. I, there was some interesting CW <laughs> yeah, it's shows a good back show. But, um, <laughs> so he left the CW for a while, or, you know, the WB at yeah. the time, uh, and they wanted him back, and they said, well, what do you want? He's like, I want I want the toy chest. I want DC. Oh, and they said, the okay, you can't have it. Like, you can't have Batman. You can't have Superman. Yeah. You can't have Wonder Woman. But here's what we're working Who on. do you want? And he's yeah. like, uh, Arrow. Sure. Whatever. You know, like, if you can make this work, great. Good. Go for it. Um, so well, he's cool. a fan. You yeah. know, like, yeah. he also wrote the first draft of the Green Arrow, or, excuse me, Green Lantern movie. That became the Ryan Reynolds Green okay. Lantern movie. Uh, so first draft. So first probably draft heav- heavily rewritten. That I've read that is... So the best superhero movie that's never been made. It's, oh, it's I gotta, insane. I got my hands on that. I'd yeah, like to it's read that. great. Um, and then it became what, what it what it is. Yeah, we don't need to get into oh, that. Well. But this uh, <laughs> anyway. The point is, him and the other producers on these shows have either written comics before, have written for like Justice League Unlimited, the animated yeah, stuff. Yeah. They, they're dyed in the wool of yeah, this shit. Yeah. They give a damn. That's cool. you know like well, the, I mean, you can say the same thing about. Um, other guy who's writing the movies. What is his name? God damn it. Uh, who are you talking about? The one I always mix up with David Ayer. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Goyer. Uh, Goyer. Goyer. David Goyer. Goyer. Um, Goyer's uh, tried and true, like, liver... And he's written a lot of comics? Yeah. Too? Yeah, but it's just... I, I think I think it's mixed with uh, Schneider's obsession with aesthetics. Yeah, and, and obsession just... with probably Nolan's trilogies maybe and chasing that and a need and need to use an adaptation beyond where it needs to stop you know like yeah so like supergirl or the flash all these shows they're covering similar stories or similar beats they're adaptations of of comic stuff yeah they're not straight copies yeah and that's true of the justice league stuff yeah you know the movies batman v superman but the feeling is the copy they're what they're matching is the tone and vibe and i think that's maybe why they're suffering because that's where marvel's really excelling is like yeah it's it's uh, greatest hits of their storylines but the feel of them matches the feel of the comics and the cartoons throughout the throughout the uh, seasons um seasons uh whatever <laughs> throughout the years throughout the, uh throughout the years and literally most of these characters are at 75 years at this point yeah which is continuous publication yeah and to change so drastically away f- from their tone of like these are heroes they're this should be fun right is i think that's where they're really shooting themselves in the foot in the movie universe because that's why what i liked so much about this show that's why i'm as not even really that into the comics. Like, that's what I'm connecting with on and, Supergirl. And, like, when I told you he was in two episodes, that I wanted to cover two episodes of Supergirl, you're like, I don't know, Matt. You know, like... Yeah, it's like... I think uh, your text to me was like, remember, this shit's hard for me to watch sometimes. Yeah, it was. I think I said exactly <laughs> that. Um, two episodes? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's it's nice to step into it and it to be actually enjoyable. Yeah. Um, so, it's good. As opposed to... Other stuff. Yeah. That being yeah. said, and maybe we'll cover it later, maybe probably not. Like, 
the movie universe made a good step, not a perfect step, but a good step forward with Suicide Squad. Okay, I still have to watch it. It's it's cool. It's not. I really enjoy it. It's not a perfect movie. I'm not even sure if it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. But it it takes a risk. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's characters acting in this world that usually like we would yeah. never have gotten that that movie five years ago. No, whatever. Yeah. It was, you know. Same way we wouldn't get these shows five years ago if it wasn't for proof that people are A, give a shit about these characters, right. and B, want to see them done pretty straight, like yeah. pretty yeah. pretty faithfully. Right. And and C, we have people who can do it. Right. Who can make it. Yeah. Um, and, and again, like, Berlanti and all them, they're big comic book fans, but this is a guy who ran Dawson's Creek for years. Yeah. He knows how to do the Drama. soap opera of it. Yeah. And that's Which, important to these shows. It really, it really is. is. And that's what's lacking in the movies. Mm-hmm. It's it's all just a uh, a uh, action explosion fest. Yeah. And that's and that's not enough. It's awesome, but I want about twenty percent of that. Maximum, <laughs> you know. Um, Whereas Lois and Clark obviously played more heavily on the soap opera, yeah. the, the love story, the yeah. the romantic comedy of it. And really more than anything else. Let's give them credit for that because every time they did it, it looked goofy. Yes. Note. Uh, sp- spiral torpedo Superman in <laughs> season one versus the tsunami wave. Right. <laughs> right. One of my favorite moments in... When he runs into the tsunami? It reminded me of like when I used to play with action figures as a kid because it looked... Like an like action figure. Like it was an action figure. <laughs> uh, uh, um, but yeah, there's... There's also not a fear anymore... Like, I think there was in Lois and Clark of, like, I don't know, this could look shitty. Yeah. This could look hokey. Yeah, that's... Maybe they don't want to see superheroes, you this know? This is one one thing that I, I think Supergirl benefits from almost maybe the most. It's time for this type of show to exist. Mm-hmm. These effects are very believable. It doesn't look like shit. No. I don't think it's going to look like shit in ten years, either. No. You know, like, I think we've kind of gotten to the point where... Uh, doing composite special effects is pretty easy. We can do sh- do explosions in the background mm-hmm. and comp them in pretty easily without it looking like complete garbage. Like garbage. You can kind of tell that that's what's happening when Lex Corp building is yes. exploding, but they cut it in such a way where it's like by the time you think about it, it's already passed. It's so done. Like whatever. It's it also is. not that jarring. Yeah. And they they they've mastered too. Obviously, they've got CG versions of all these characters. Yeah. That they match pretty seamlessly. There's there's a couple cut like when Superman first lands, uh-huh. it's shot in a way you see CG Superman come in. Uh-huh. He ducks down in the frame and then Tyler comes up. Yeah. And it's just a you know they did yeah. that with Supergirl at one point too. But it's. It's clean. It's better. The yeah. CG figure looks good enough that you buy it. Yeah, because I mean, they—they're—I'm sure they're scanning their actors in now. Oh yeah. Which, uh, when you when you scan like a prop or a uh, an actor in costume in, you're basically getting a an HD copy of them, which looks as if they've been filmed. Right. And then, but then you have this like CG puppet you can manipulate, and it. It's always going to be slightly in that uncanny valley. Right. But the fact that if you pause it on almost any frame, it's 
gonna 99% accurately look like this character. So even though it's a little weird, <laughs> it looks so much better than what they were doing in the 90s. Do. And yeah. also, especially with, with these guys, with Superman, Supergirl, and The Flash, you have the benefit of the fact that this character's going very quickly. Yeah, which <laughs> you is know? very like, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and there are moments where the CG characters are in focus and clear, yeah. and they look okay. There's a bit yeah. of that uncanny valley, but you forgive it, because... Yeah. They probably had two weeks to do it, yeah, so great. Exactly. But for the most part, you get to cheat it a little bit. And yeah. that, that's great. You know, like, use yeah. your cheats. Know how to do that. Do Yeah, and, and, and embrace them. Um, I, I'd say the worst-looking thing in this was probably that, that uh, shuttle, uh, that CG shuttle. Um, the, the shuttle itself? Yeah, just as it was flying around, it was just very clearly a model. It looks so much better than anything you would have had in the past, but totally. it still doesn't look great. Yeah. But it's forgivable, because it's not... I don't know. It's not. It's it's a when when it's just an object that looks kind of shit. I'm I'm so much more forgiving. Yeah, me too. For some reason, because just people that look like shit. It's just that, weird. That points it out to me. Yeah. Um, all of these shows too have gotten the CG pretty down. There's. Yeah. A, I'll stop talking about it because I know we're not supposed to be talking about it. But I just binged all of season one of Legends of Tomorrow. Nice. There's a, the Adam is in it. Brandon R- Routh from Superman Returns plays yeah. the Adam. What? And there's a moment very very Civil War. But there's a moment where there's a big fucking robot coming after them, yeah. and he's like, I've been working on something, guys. It might not work, but we'll see what it goes. And he becomes a giant version of himself. That, and is, it's literally, that is like word for word Civil War. Right, but it's literally <laughs> giant Brandon Routh fighting this giant robot in the middle of a field. The robot's trying to hold their time machine spaceship, and he's trying to get it free, and it's just like... Holy shit, this well, is looks, amazing. That's you know, cool. Like, that's cool. That's what I mean by like this is the most DC show that's ever yeah, DC. Because yeah. then or like any episode of that show when a big fight breaks out, all of a sudden Hawk Girl and maybe sometimes Hawkman start flying around. <laughs> There's a guy that I won't get into it, but two guys merge and become Firestorm, who is who can fly and his head and his hands are made of fire and he's putting blasts so he's of like that a out. super saiyan yeah and then all of a sudden the atom shrinks down small and it's flying around and it's just that like that sounds cool what the fuck is happening interesting, you know, like, interesting. I might so have to cool. I might have to give that a try like I was telling you earlier I just I just I've gotten into tons of television shows suddenly um, I think just because I've had time to right. actually look into I, stuff I mean honestly I love Legends of Tomorrow Flash is a better show yeah just yeah Maybe I'll start Story with that. Start well, with first Flash. I'm going to watch all of Supergirl, let's yeah. be honest. But then also Flash will give you... I don't watch Arrow. Flash gave me enough of a footing to uh-huh. be like, I know enough about these characters yeah. that I'm supposed to know about. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they introduced Hawkgirl and Hawkman and okay. Flash. Captain Cold and Heatwave were Flash villains that then became part of the team. You know, there's, there's carryover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is important. So, you know, we're talking about how the technology is up to par right now, and that lends itself to a show like this needing to be on air right now because they can do it. In that same vein, we have a show on right now that is about... uh, You know what, Matt? I think you deserve to do that segue (laughs) because you know it better and and it's meaningful. So you should say it. I believe you. There was a little bit of editing here. Um, You wanted to bring up another show. Yeah. And I... Pointed out a similarity in what you said earlier, where Supergirl is a show that belongs on television right now. Right. Not only can we do it, and there's interest in these characters, but superhero stuff tends to be a huge sausage fest. Uh-huh. And it's, despite what Miley Cyrus says, it's really cool to see a whole show about a young girl 
who has every power that Superman has and is dealing with being with being a woman right. and, and having that. Yeah. That's a really important thing. The same way a show about a black man in New York City who gets shot and keeps fucking walking yeah. is a really important thing. Right. I have not seen it. Tell me about Luke Cage. Oh, uh, okay. So like you're saying, you know, we have this bulletproof black man. All right. And everyone is aware of what's been happening in this country with uh, Black Lives Matter and all these shootings. And it's it's a big conversation right now. And so to have a show in which we have this character come on, it, it, it reminds me of the social commentary that Superman was when he was initially written. Totally. When we had two uh, help, helpless feeling Jewish men writing about an, an invincible man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's perfect and it's beautiful in the same way that they're kind of reflecting each other. Um, having said that, the show is awesome too. <laughs> and it is not, it, it's, 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 not in Hell's Kitchen. It's in. Oh, it's not. No. It's, oh, see, I've been waiting on it because I haven't finished Daredevil. So there, two. it's it's just in another. It's in another uh, borough. Okay, so it's, I don't. Do I need to finish Daredevil season two to jump into? Not that I know. Okay, of. Cool. it's it's uh, it's in Harlem instead, and Makes it's sense. killer. It's it's very black, <laughs> for for lack Great. of a better way to put it. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, tons of black actors crushing it. It is beautifully shot. It is smartly shot. There's this one shot in the first episode with a Biggie Smalls um, portrait in oh, the, the background with a crown, and this character like steps in front of it slowly and is talking about it, and then like walks forward into frame to the point where this crown is on his head. Oh, that's cool. In the shot, it's just it's really well thought out, and it's so cool to see a show uh, that's that's uh, has cinematography that's so like meticulously planned, and it's it's. On par, it's on beat with like the zeitgeist of what's happening in the world. Right. Um, more like, so that like I love Daredevil. Yeah. Daredevil is great. More more relevant. It, it is that. more relevant. You know, like, um, Daredevil is just a really good superhero it's, origin. It's it's told beautifully. Exactly. And this is very similar. It's a little. It feels like it's a little further into a story as we start. Um, but it's the same. It's the same type of of crime that we're dealing with. It's like right. mobbish feeling stuff, like criminals and uh, and and gangsters. Organized kind of, crime. Type yeah, organized crime. People selling goods that they shouldn't be selling. Um, maybe trafficking people. Maybe not. I haven't really gotten deep enough into it, but Got having it. watched the pilot, it's phenomenal, and I highly recommend it. Cool. Um, um, I've got two questions for you. Yeah. Did you watch Jessica Jones? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you don't you don't even need. That because he's in a lot of Jessica Jones. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, maybe I should watch Jessica Jones before I keep going. He's he's well established. Like they spend time on him because they knew that this was going to happen. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but that it also makes sense. He was in Hell's Kitchen with her in that. Okay. And he does fuck off at some point in that yeah. season, so it makes sense that he would okay. move somewhere okay. else. He um, it, it gives you enough to understand what's happening. Right. Without it, because I was totally on board. But That's I cool. might. I, I would love to see a little more of him going into it. And Jessica Jones. I, not. I want to get back to Luke Cage, but yeah. like Jessica Jones is also one of those things that like it's talking about rape survival. Yeah. And what yeah. that does to a woman. Yeah. And that's a really important fucking discussion yeah. to have, too. And it's awesome that you get to do it in, in a superhero, context. in a Marvel Universe yeah. thing, yeah. you know? But it, that's that's as relevant... You know, I'm not going to say one's better than the other, but yeah. like that's a relevant story, too. It really is. And it's cool it's, that that show then led into this show. Which is so you know? similarly uh, important. Um, it's just so nice to see... Uh, 
content within these kind of more nerdy white boy oriented uh, genres. Another good fucking point. Yeah, to be opening up and and trying to connect to a broader audience in a way that I think is much more inclusive right. and uh, balanced. Like it's it, it's it's been a long time since we've had a lot of really. Um, meaningful female characters leading things mm-hmm. and same with black men and we don't get that a lot in popular culture it's always existed but we it's just not a big thing and it's so nice to see such a huge movement towards that in media totally. in general right now it sucks that there was required it to get so uh, dry <laughs> for them yeah. first to have a backlash because mm-hmm. it, it, it's not always been this bad I don't think looking back at some older 70s and 80s and 90s movies um, but it's been bad for the past like 10 or 15 years yeah. um, and, and it's I, never been great even when it was fine you yeah. know, like. no no ad- admittedly <laughs> Um, like, anyway, I, I, I've been thinking about all that stuff as kind of like a, a, a weekend social justice warrior, we'll, mm-hmm. call, we'll call myself. But uh, even like stuff like making Perry White black in the, yeah. in the movies, or making Jimmy Olsen black. Yeah. It's a great thing. It's a small step. Yeah. You know, like it it's is. not a huge thing. I like what you said of like, this is a black show. Yeah. Like, it's it's a black cool. show. It's ma- I'm pretty sure it's made by black people. It's for black people. There are things that like I cannot relate to in it. But I don't care, and I respect Which, it for that, you know? And that's authenticity. Yeah, that's, and I like that about it. Okay, uh, so, and, and my second Luke Cage question is somebody who hasn't watched it yet. Um, is Rosario in it a lot? Uh, she has not been in it oh, at no. all. Rosario I've seen, I've seen Dawson? In, yeah, I've seen her in a lot of previews for it. Oh, interesting. Because, of course, Daredevil, yeah. she helps out Jessica uh-huh. at one point yeah. uh, with Luke. Like, she helps... Luke, wow. oh. you know, like Jessica goes watch, to her to help watch Luke. Jessica Jones too. Um, so it, I'd love for her, like I just love her. Claire is her yeah. character's name in this world. She's great. I love her so much. Yeah, she's very good in yeah. Daredevil. In Daredevil, and, yeah, and Jessica, it's just awesome. So, well, I hope I haven't. Seen I hope she she's, shows up. She's not a fuck ton. Yeah, I'm sure she will. Because I've never, I've seen her in bad movies. Mm-hmm. Never seen her give a bad performance. No, you no, know, she's like, phenomenal. A uh, very um, talented lady. And the Luke Cage guy I love from um, The Good Wife. He's in The Good Wife? Nice. He was their big drug lord client who they only represented his, his legal business. Yeah. But they got they mixed were up in a lot of shit of because yeah. he kept his legal businesses clean, but a yeah. lot of stuff wound up coming up. You know, sure. like, won't get into the as intricacies it, of The Good Wife. As it does. But he's awesome. And nice. It, and he kind of... He's very talented. He, yeah. He, he exudes, like, badassdom. And uh, he brings... Very nice choice. He brings cool, very suave, collected businessman heat of just like... Yeah. No, you're going to do this for yeah. me. Because I'm me. You yeah. know, like... Because yeah. <laughs> you know what I am. The, I'm he, not threatening you. But I could, so just do this. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's very um, almost self-conscious about his abilities. He almost wants to be hidden and invisible. Um, there's As al- Luke? Yeah. He's a cool. There's actually a, a great reference to uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson's uh, Invisible Man. And by reference, I mean, the, the, he literally has the book in his hand at one <laughs> point. Um, which, if anyone hasn't read, it's a really uh, great read I about the read. Civil Rights Movement. Oh, really? Um, that I'd, I'd highly recommend. Um, uh, I won't get into it, but right. it's 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 very telling, and it's a nice book written from the perspective of a black man dealing with uh, like the heat and the the fucked up intensity of I think during Black Power movement and all of that. Got it's it. a very fascinating read. Got it. But yeah, this is also a hero that was historically born 
in the seventies. Yeah. You know, like when all that shit yeah. was happening. Same, same, like in the seventies, we got a black green lantern too. Cause it's yeah. just like, oh. of course we have to start. This is, this is know. why we made superheroes is to tell these exactly. stories and to talk about these things. And comics, way. comics are a sausage fest. There's, there's a lot of historically problematic things culturally with some comics. Yeah. Things. Yeah. But once they hipped to that, especially in the late sixties, early seventies, yeah. it became of, okay, who's not represented? Yeah. Uh, we don't have a Latina. Let's yep. go Latina. You know, like yeah. let's, yeah. uh, we don't have a strong black woman. All right. We're going to make her the strong. We're going to give her a little gem that lets her get the powers of animals that she needs. And she's going to be the strongest fucking thing on the justice. Like, you yeah. know, like, yeah, it, 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 it was that course correction of like, what should comics and these characters should reflect the world we're living in. Right. Anyway, the point yeah. being these, these stories and this medium have not this medium. Comics is a different medium. These universes have always tried to reflect what the times were. You know, like yeah, that's why you yeah. see Wonder Woman go from literally the Justice League's secretary, yeah. who occasionally fought with them, yeah. to fucking Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know, yeah. to to the fiercest warrior on the Justice League. You know, even not as strong as Superman, but she's gonna take out ten guys before he gets done with two. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Hell yeah. You know. Same way with Luke Cage. You know, like this is a character who would have been a sidekick. If he were made in the fifties, oh, 40s, absolutely, yeah, and is now his, you know, was created in the seventies out of that black power thing, and is now his own fucking awesome character that a ton of people have seen because yeah. he's on a Netflix. Show. I can't, I can't wait for the Defenders. I yeah. cannot wait to see what they're doing with that's going to be some of uh, I think the human trafficking that you mentioned. Yeah, I think that's going to be the big, big part of it because those aren't normal humans that they've been trafficking into Hell's Kitchen over these past couple shows. Interesting. Oh, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Cool. Anyway, so that was Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> this was good. This was good to get back to yeah, this because we nice. haven't done this in a while. I know. It feels good. You and I haven't geeked out over stuff in a while. No, not really. We've been so busy talking about fucking props and architecture. And Twilight and, <laughs> geez, these stones look old yeah. and that's been life. Uh, but anyway, again, we apologize for the break. But we're happy to be back. Life life happens. More episodes to be soon. <laughs> uh, if you want to watch Supergirl, download the CW app. It's free. You can watch most of their content for free with commercials, which is awesome. Don't do what Matt did, which um, was buy it on fucking iTunes because he didn't know about the CW app. Yeah, you, can, you can also buy it on iTunes. When does it uh, air? I think it's Monday nights. Monday nights um, on the CW on the Channel CW 5 app. ABC. Yes. And um, channel 5 ABC? What? Right? CW. CW? Is its own channel. Really? Yeah. I thought it was ABC. No! What? <laughs> what? WB. The WB and CBS, or UPN, uh-huh. merged and made the CW. I haven't had television in like 10 years, and it's showing. And it happened 12 <laughs> years ago, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, um, anyway, watch watch Supergirl. Watch all the DC stuff. It's great. Apparently watch Luke Cage, because it sounds like it's, it's awesome. awesome. Uh, and then if you've got time, pop in a couple... Season two, Lois and Clark episodes, and get ready for yeah, because we're coming. Us to be jabbing, jeeper jabbing, jaw about that. As always, like and share on Facebook. Please. Find us on Twitter and Instagram, which uh, maybe we update. Mm-hmm. Matt does, if anyone does, not me. <laughs> um, uh, we both did a guest spot on Fanbase Weekly. Yeah, that came up a while back. That was really fun. Yep, we are episode two of that show, but since then, Barbara and Bryant have done a bunch of episodes, and mm-hmm. they're and fucking they're awesome. awesome. Uh, would love to get back 
to them. Maybe we'll have them over here. Mm -hmm. Figure that out. Yeah, and tell us what you think about uh, Supergirl in the comments on uh, this post on Facebook. Talk totally. to us about it. I think she's really cool. And what, what um, you thought of, of him, too? You know, like, yeah, did you like Superman? How do you feel about his super suit? Is I, it as good as the Dan skin super suit? Yes. It, well, it's got I a think bit it might of that be better. going on. <laughs> <laughs> I um, like Dean's for how simple and traditional it is, yeah. but... This guy does have a little bit of that early dance game it's cool. thing with the big cuffs. Anyway, <laughs> regardless. Yeah, share us with your friends. Post us. At, <laughs> hey, also, if any of you are crossover Twihards, oh my God. let us know. I'd Please love to know, know the crossover if we did acquire any fans while we, out, we were out there. Gallivanting. Um, gallivanting at and sharing. And Night in Volterra Ball. Or yeah. <laughs> oh, that Volterra, the Volterra Masquerade. <laughs> that what, is a, what a night that was. It was um, wonderful. Anyway. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for having us. I was going to say we should talk about the things that we're fans of outside of Metropolis, but that was pretty much half of this podcast. Yeah. So Watch Luke Cage. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also Veep. I started watching Veep. <laughs> Super good. Which was referenced in, this, in, Supergirl. Uh, in Supergirl. Yes. Um, uh, and our, our work acquaintance, Dave Mandel... Uh, just Showrunner, got, Emmy winner. Of yeah, the, just won an Emmy for it. So congratulations to him. Um, I'm, I'm sure he'll be listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what I'm into. I don't know. I've been painting a lot. That's been. Fun. You have been painting a lot. You got some cool paintings that's laid been, out around here. That's been a here. lot of fun. I've been writing and wanting to blow my brains out because it's been real tough these See, past couple weeks. But yeah, it, painting is a distraction from writing. Uh, but I finally broke some stuff in my current story last That's night, nice. so I'm excited I should to do get a into that. Portrait of my my girl. You should, my, Captain Anthem. My Captain Anthem. Oh, guys, you gotta just wait till Matt's Captain Captain Anthem comes out. It's gonna be so sick. It's Thank one you. of my favorite stories. Thank you. Um, Once I the script's written, wait. we'll see if that's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> regardless, we'll, we'll, I'll help you make it good. Uh, thank you for <laughs> for sticking through the summer and making it through. Thank you for finding us here again. Uh, we will not be gone for this long. Again, between now and when season two starts, yeah. uh, we just have to get a few technical things Sorted in out. place for season two, um, and just record a couple so we've got them in our. Yeah, it's nice to off. nice to have a little advance recording yeah. time in case we get sick. And then and then we'll be back. So, till next time, I'm Matt Truex, and I'm Ryan Albertson. Falk off, everybody. Talk to you soon. <laughs>